Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. no mother wants to hear, and the story movies are made of and should be. A Chilean Jew meets her Messiah, overcomes abuse, divorce, the occult, and a family torn apart because of it. What happens next would be nothing short of miraculous, as documented in her riveting memoir, simply entitled 
Yes, which we will talk about today, along with her newly released CD, some of which you just heard, a tribute to the Jew in you, now dedicated to her son, of blessed memory, and the spiritual battle she would fight to ensure his eternal home. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, always an honor, evangelist, prophetic revivalist, and founder and president of United Nations for Israel, Kadesh Map Ministries International, Global Revival Map Bible School, prolific author, singer, musician, and more, Dr. and Archbishop Dominique Behrman. Archbishop Behrman, Dominique, if I may, welcome back to Testimony. Shalom, shalom, Justine. Thank you so much for welcoming me back. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Well, it's wonderful to have you, Dominique. We first spoke when you shared your revelatory read, The Identity Theft, which chronicles the historical yet painful reality of replacement theology designed to erase the true meaning of our biblical inheritance and Jewish roots as Christians in Yeshua, Jesus our Messiah, a must-read for those needing to know our true and spiritual identity. For this segment, Bishop, we focus on a more personal and tragic happening, the loss of your beloved son, Yuval, whom you dedicate your latest CD entitled, Tribute to the Jew in You, and a song we will hear in tribute at the end of this broadcast. But before we get to this, in our brief time here today, take us back to the how, why, and cause of death of your beloved, how you are healing today, and how we can all do the same when faced with similar circumstances, or God forbid, even worse. Archbishop Behrman, please tell us your story. Wow, this story definitely would need a lot more time than this, but I'm going to try to make it, you know, short for for now. Uh, Ten months ago, I received the tragic news that my son of 35 years old, uh, Yuval Justin, um, died. And he passed away in Kiev, not in Israel. He had taken a trip to Kiev um, that we were not very happy about. And uh, right before the war broke out in Kiev, uh, we were kind of looking for him and seeing where he was for one week, you know, with the foreign ministry and with the consulate and everybody trying to trace his steps. Because when he left Israel, he was not in the best of presences of mind, uh, having suffered from uh, bipolar disease and um, having been uh, many times attempted suicide and this time being in what we would call a manic phase. And he left. Uh, Israel, so we were trying to trace him that's me and his uncle uh, for one week um, I managed to text with him on WhatsApp, I see he wasn't doing well at all, and I was praying seriously for him, uh, and uh, then at some point I felt that I needed to pray a very poignant prayer for my own son and the prayer that I prayed 24 hours before his passing little did I know that within 24 hours that prayer would be answered a prayer that maybe no mother would have to ever pray, but sometimes it is actually the best prayer to pray. And in my case, it was. And I prayed, um, Abba, whatever it takes, save him and take him, even if it's like a thief on the cross. Within 24 hours, he passed away. 
Uh, that day that I prayed that prayer was my last day in the studio when I was recording my album tribute, my latest album tribute to the doing you. But the story with my son starts a lot earlier than that. Uh, it is a heartbreaking story. At the same time, it's a story of great redemption. Now, you ask me how am I uh, coping with this right now. Um, I believe in honesty with your emotions. And I believe that that has rescued me from a lot of problems. Uh, many people do not understand the importance of this. But I'm very honest with my feelings. Uh, even though, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a creature and, and I'm visible and public and a TV broadcaster. But I, I'm still very honest with my feelings, with God and, and even with my fellow men, you know, with people around me. So I've not hidden my morning, but I've also not played the victim in my morning. So I've been, um, you know, mourning in a healthy way. And, uh, you know, it's tough that, it's that to, to understand what does it mean to mourn in a healthy way for many people. Um, you know, what, what they say is that mourning is so personal that everybody mourns in their own way. In my case, uh, the way that I mourn is by actually expressing it, but at the same time understanding that, that God is faithful. And that even though there's many uh, circumstances in life that we will not understand this side of the equation, um, he's still faithful. And there's a, a life scripture that has simply been my companion through thick and thin in a very tragic story of my life, because I do have, for my salvation from the occult, I've got my book, yes, that you mentioned, but uh, before my salvation, uh, not only from the occult, but actually from being married to the father of Yuval, who was bipolar, and eventually killed himself when Yuval was seven years old, so in my book, uh, you know, yes, that you mentioned. Right. But coming all the way from there, receiving the amazing, amazing uh, miracle of being met by Yeshua himself at the waters of the Sea of Galilee when he called me to his service, uh, when nobody preached the gospel to me, and then finishing a divorce process, there was no win situation in it, and finally having to relinquish my children, uh, and then listening to the voice of God calling me to go to the nations and fight for his children in the nations. It's a long story, but um, the thing is that in the midst of all of these situations and, and a lot of setbacks, I have a life verse that has really accompanied me. And, you know, for some people it's become a mantra, but for me it's real reality. And it's Romans eight twenty eight. It says, all things work together for good for those that love him and are called according to his purposes. I remember when I received that verse from the father, actually I was walking to a psychiatric hospital with my first child, my daughter, that had had seven hospitalizations after the father killed himself. And um, when I was walking in one of those hospitalizations, after years of fighting for her life, uh, being a pastor in Israel at the same time, I said, Abba, until when, until when? And I remember that as I was crossing those doors, those gates of the mental hospital, where I ministered to a lot of the people that were there, of the hospitalized people, I've ministered to them. Many of them are released, many of them are healed, but not my daughter in this case, and not my son later on. Um, and I remember that I said until when, you know, I've always spoken faith. And he said to me, Dominica, didn't I say that all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purposes? When he said to me, Understand that all things created include Satan. In other words, even Satan has to work together for your good because you love me and you're called according to my purposes. And when he told me that, there was such a revelation that I understood that even if the enemy seems to be having the upper hand for a while, even that needed to work together for my good. And so 
that light scripture is accompanying me now, even through the morning process, Jensen. Uh, Yes, amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Archbishop and Dr. Dominique Behrman, her riveting memoir, Yes, and her latest musical CD, Tribute to the Jew in You. Dominique, I want to step back for just a minute and address the issue of mental illness. Your second husband, your ex-husband, was an abusive man. He abused you in front of your children. He threatened to kill you if you tried to get your children. And you decided to give up the children for the sake of their lives and your own um, and to avoid further abuse. That must have been horrendous for you, very difficult for you. Even the judge in court could see uh, that you were a wounded and abused woman and defenseless in this situation, but you did this in faith. And then God called you to the nations of the world to evangelize. He gave you many dreams and visions. And all the while, you are dealing with this issue in your family, with your children. I watched a video of your son where he had made a proclamation of graduating from Bible school, which you have, and all seemed to be going in the right direction. but. Now, let's talk about that spirit, an actual spirit of suicide that can envelop a person, and it can come in through the occult, through New Age practices, which your mother was involved with. So not only did you have the challenge of your children and your family, but your own mother and the warfare that ensued. Talk about that and what we as believers can do to guard against the infiltration of demonic spirits in our own lives. Yeah, well, um, you know, that that was a crash course in spiritual warfare that I had because my mother had been involved in what we would call transcendental meditation for many years. Uh, she was connected with a group that uh, contacted the masters supposedly in the heavenlies. And, of course, we know those masters are for the most part fallen angels and satanic entities. And so my mother had that in her life, uh, very, very deeply entrenched. But at a certain point, my mother also accepted Yeshua and was saved. I must say that, uh, you know, out of all of that, uh, she got saved. Um, and I know that I will meet her one day. Um, I believe she did what she thought was the best with a lot of ignorance. And so, yes, I needed to fight that. But she was like that even through my childhood. And I hated anything spiritual because of that. I just simply hated it. And um, once... I got married with the father of my children, which is not Rabbi Baruch Bierman today, who is my only husband in the Messiah that I've ever had, and for 33 years almost now, praise God. Glory. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> when, I married, <laughs> with, when I married with the father of my children, uh, he had been bipolar and I didn't know it. The family knew it, but they didn't tell me. Um, they didn't let me know. So I, I got married with him. And when my son was, um, you know, having his brit milah, his circumcision on the eighth day after his birth, uh, my husband then fell into a deep, deep depression, um, tremendous depression. And I was trying to rescue him. Out of it. And you can imagine I was the owner of two health food stores at the time. I, and I was a, a tour guide. And I had a little girl, my daughter, three and a half years old. And then Ayuval just been born by natural childbirth at home. But this is another story. It's a very important part of my story. And then into this horrendous depression. Now, and I'm nursing. I'm nursing, handling that job, handling my daughter, nursing. So that was a lot on, on one person. 
and uh, I tried to rescue him as well, but he would not receive any help. Finally, I fell into the hands of a childhood sweetheart that happened to be my cousin that visited Israel. And um, so I fell into a adultery, uh, trying to find comfort somewhere and help somewhere. And through that, he eventually also fell into the occult through one of my patients and clients in the health food store that introduced me to the Ouija board. Um, from there, for me to spiral down into the occult was a matter of, of minutes, really, and days. And for four and a half months, I deep dived into the occult uh, through the Ouija board, and I was fully demon-possessed. It was during that time that actually uh, at some point where I was at the end of the rope, really at the end of the rope, where actually I was guiding a group of Catholic Mexicans at the waters of the Sea of Galilee when Yeshua appeared to me and called me, and said to me, Dominica, you know, run for your life, get baptized and get saved. It was absolutely a divine, miraculous encounter. But I, I didn't know water, but I knew before I met Yeshua, or before Yeshua came to meet me, I knew that the spirit guides that I was conferring with, by then I knew they were evil. By then I knew. So I've decided, even in my unbelieving state, not put it unbelieving, but unredeemed state, in my unredeemed state, I tried to oppose them. I try to cast them out with my own strength. And we all know that, you know, that the only way for them to really live is in the name of Yeshua. I mean, they've got to be cast out by the name and the power Amen. of the name of the blood of Yeshua, right on the word of Yeshua. So we need all the three, you know, coming together to be able to expel all those demons out. But I was trying in my unredeemed faith to cast them out, and I learned a lesson from that. I learned that a human being, even in his unredeemed state, can make a choice to reject those demons. And therefore, I did keep them at bay. I kept them at bay until Yeshua came to my life. And then it took some more time because, you know, by then I was going through a horrendous divorce process where my um, my husband at the time, you know, when he saw that I collapsed, he actually perked up and went from a deep depression, eventually a manic state where he became abusive. And so any time that I would try to see the children or something, I, I could be beaten quite brutally. Um, and look, I, I, in the same way, I understand them. They didn't have any understanding of, you know, of these demons and how they operate or anything like that. It was a real vicious circle of things. I'm not excusing it, but I, I can understand how people can see all of these situations. And so, um, you know, he went to that manic stage, eventually took the children away uh, to his parents. And, um, and began to raise them there with his parents, but he was not in good condition at all. Meanwhile, uh, I went through the divorce process where as I met Yeshua at the Sea of Galilee, it was about a few days later that I went to the court. And all of a sudden, even though I had not yet done any public profession of faith, I do not know the gospel yet. I just heard the voice telling me, run for your life, get baptized, get saved. I believe this was Jesus Christ of the Christians. I don't know what does he have to do with me, a Jew, but I understand that if I do what he says, I'm going to be saved. And that's all I knew, because nobody, I had never heard the gospel. So I found myself in the court of law with this amazing peace upon me that I have never experienced in my life before. And this peace upon me and this voice whispering in my ears, let go of everything. And Wow. I knew that I could not fight that court battle. 
And I had a lawyer that was willing to give me services for free, and I had to dismiss him and say, sorry, but I cannot fight this court battle. It was a Kramer versus Kramer. For those that have ever watched that movie, it was like one of us was going to be dead by the end of the battle. He was absolutely demonized, and I was coming out of being demonized. This was not going to leave anybody alive. Right, so you needed time to heal, and I wish we had more time uh, just to wrap up for our segment because we want to listen to the song you dedicated to your son, a song of great hope, Archbishop Dominique Behrman, immovable, unshakable. And if anyone has been immovable and unshakable, it's your story and your obedience to Christ and the miracles that would follow that are documented in your memoir entitled, yes, I encourage uh, every listener to pick up a copy of this incredible book, pick up a copy of Archbishop Behrman's Tribute to the Jew and You uh, CD. Last words for our listening audience of hope today, no matter the situation. Yes, if I would talk to people that have lost children, whether in tragic circumstances or any circumstances, but most particularly in tragic circumstances, is the importance of forgiveness. Uh, we have to visit this, we have to mourn properly and also learn to forgive all the factors around, forgive ourselves and forgive God if needed. Um, only with forgiveness we can move actually forward and without losing really the memory of our loved one. No, moving forward with the law not leaving the loss behind. With the loss, becoming proactive and using this for a creative force moving forward. That's what we've been doing, reaching out to the generation of Yuval, which is Generation Y, uh, and um, building up memorial, you know, a memorial in Israel, very beautiful one that is becoming, fast becoming a tourism site. Uh, and all of that is important. So it's moving forward with the loss, with the memory, uh, working through the pain, forgiving, and using this creatively. Uh, God is using it for his kingdom creatively, and I believe that can happen to every one of us if we do not decide to be victims of the circumstances, but rather trust him. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally recognized messianic apostle, prophet, evangelist, global revivalist, and the world's first female Jewish Archbishop Dr. Dominique Behrman, founder and president of Kadesh Map Ministries, the United Nations for Israel, and Global Revival Map Bible School, as well as prolific author and composer, her latest musical CD, Tribute to the Jew in You, in dedication to her son Yuval, a blessed memory. You can learn more about Archbishop Behrman's work, ministry, and mission by visiting zionsgospel.com. That's Z I O N S gospel.com and get her CD and memoir, Yes, for the healing you may need in your heart, your soul, your mind, and for life. Dominique, thank you for sharing your very private and personal loss, the loss of your beloved Yuval gone way too soon, but the hope that Yeshua brings when he is our anchor, our peace, and rest for our souls with forgiveness as the bridge, as you have found, and beautifully so. We thank you, and God bless you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Dominique Behrman, 
in a song of hope, immovable, unshakable. I am immovable in you, unshakable in you, and I am full of grace. I am immovable in you, unshakable in you, and I am full of faith. Your word is anchor to my soul, is anchor to my life. It never, never fails. Your word is anchor to my soul, is anchor to my life. It never, never. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. 
Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.